Have you noticed how much things have changed since you became a mum? Do you feel as though you're the only one struggling to adjust to this new norm? Can you no longer see clearly the things that felt so transparent before? Well friend, you are not alone, and we are here to invite you into our mummy village so that you always have somewhere to turn and a place where you belong. Together, we will try and bring to light the common struggles of the modern Orthodox mama and delve into scripture in the hope of navigating through all of our doubts on this new and exciting journey. So come as you are and open your heart and mind to embrace the transformation God has in store for you. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Mami podcast. Um, and today I guess we wanted to delve into uh, a topic that we hold really close to our hearts. Um, so uh, obviously this is Mered, I'm here with Marina. We're not going to do these introductions every week, uh, but just so you know. So Marina and I hold this topic really close to our hearts and it, it's um, mostly covering compare, comparing ourselves with others. Mm. Yeah, we, we I didn't know how to put it kind yeah, of. <laughs> I think, I think yeah. that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just trying to find satisfaction in our plenty because mm. um, we forget about that as well. Mm. And it's really hard to think of yourself as blessed and loved and cared for when all you can think is, oh, look how she does it. Uh, look what she has or look what they have. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we just want to touch, touch on that a little bit today. Mm. Mm. I think... Um, it's probably something that every single woman in the world struggles with and actually probably every human in the world, not, not just women, but I think as mums that is kind of highlighted a little bit more, um, for many reasons. One, I think is that there are so many strong opinions out there about how to do things, um, how to raise your kids, how to feed your kids, how to put your kids to sleep. Um, how to take care of yourself, how self-care looks, what self-care looks like. Um, And that's just kind of like in relation to parenting. Mm -hmm. And then you get all the other stuff like, you know, being a size six and having your hair done a certain way and your makeup is always on point and your skin is perfect and your house is spotless Mm -hmm. and like just... And you must be a great mom if that's all in in order. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. And it's just all this noise. Yeah. um, And it just, I think, is so easy to become overwhelmed by that and to think that everybody else has got it together and you are the only one who has no idea what she's doing, which is not the case. Yeah, and I think we also... You know, judgment will follow regardless what you look like or yes. how you parent or what you do or where, you know, you spend your time and what you do for a living and things like mm. that. And it's it's almost, you know, we do ourselves an injustice by listening to all of these judgments and, mm. and we do it ourselves too. Mm. Not, you know, unfortunately, we do it to ourselves a lot. First. Um, mm. And first, you're right. Mm. But sadly, we do it to each other. Yeah. Uh, and... You know, we, we almost make these little judgmental comments that you, you think back and, and you're like, how could I have said that? Like, mm. how could I have asked her why she's doing this or why she chose to bottle feed or why, you know, she dyed her hair, how she had time? <laughs> like, you, you almost do that. We almost do that kind of subconsciously yeah. because we're so surrounded by you described it perfectly yeah. noise like yeah. it's just it's completely infiltrated 
our thoughts and unfortunately our mm. hearts and that's yeah. what's pouring out onto others yeah absolutely and it really starts the moment you fall pregnant yeah i think that's right you know um you're showing you're not showing yes you're, you're huge yes you're, small. you're tiny <laughs> yeah. Like it's everything when you're pregnant, you know, oh, she's drinking coffee. She's having, you know, cold meat. She's sashimi. having sushi. Yeah. How dare she? How yeah. could she do that? Doesn't she know the harm she's doing to her unborn child? Yeah. And I think it's a society issue, but I think it's also a person issue. Yeah. Um, I know for me, one of the biggest things that I struggled with after I had Abby was looking around at all the other mums, um, people who I respected and just feeling like they had it all together. Mm. How in the world did they have time to get up in the morning, put makeup on, have yeah. an outfit with no bomb at all? Yeah. <laughs> that matches. <laughs> that matches, yeah. that looks good. How how are they doing that? And you see that kind of like externally and automatically for me I just felt like I was failing mm. because it didn't look like I had it all together. I felt like you know, you'd see them with their kids and their kids are asleep in their prams, yeah. like nice and quietly. They're having a conversation. They're having a hot cup of coffee. And uh, my kid would be screaming. Losing it, yeah. And losing her what mind. What am I doing wrong? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. What am I doing wrong? Like, why am I the only one whose kid, like, is dependent on her mother? Mm. Why am I the only one who can't find enough time to, like, put in effort so I can look, mm. you know, a little bit put together? And, yeah. you know, I even remember hearing comments like, it's not that hard to put in a little bit of effort, you know, mm. just put in a little bit of mascara and just brush your hair and like, it's not that hard. Yeah. Everyone's got the time to do it. And just feeling like, well, actually, I don't. I don't. Maybe, yeah. or maybe I do have the time, but I don't have the mental capacity, the emotional yeah. capacity to do that yeah, and to exactly. think about that. Yeah. And, you know, any kind of second you get to yourself, I, I want to shower. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Like, I need to change out of these PJs that yeah. I've been wearing for seven days straight. Like, yes. I, I need to do something about my my stench <laughs> rather than, <laughs> oh, let's just pop on a little bit of mascara. Yeah. I don't even know where my mascara is, by the way. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. That's a shame. Um, but, yeah, you're you're completely right. Like, this is we hear these comments mm. and we let them fester mm. and what what's sad and when you reflect you know we let so much feel space in our hearts but when it comes to god's word and god's positive affirmation that affirmation sorry that he leaves for us every single day we don't give them space Mm-mm. and we don't let them you know override the negativity and i, I heard a really nice story in one of um, the priest sermons on a Sunday and he was saying uh, a story about this dad and a little girl and you know the dad constantly put the little girl to sleep uh, and so before she sleeps he'd constantly give her all these positive affirmations and he'd say you know I love you you're beautiful you're strong you're courageous you're brave you know I God loves you so much and He'd, he'd just talk to her and tell her how great and glorious she is. Uh, and so this girl came home one day from school um, and she told him how she was bullied by some of the other girls at school. Uh, and he kind of froze. And, you know, if you're a parent, you know how much you despise bullying and you just fear it with everything inside mm. you. And so he just kind of stopped in his tracks and he he chose his next words really carefully and he's like what did they say and she stopped and she's like oh it doesn't matter I told them they were wrong and so he's like 
what do you mean they were wrong? Like, what, what were they calling you names? She's like, yeah, but I told them that they've got it wrong, that I'm beautiful and you tell me so every oh. single day. And so that story just That's completely so melted me because if a little seven, eight-year-old girl can truly believe the positivity that her father kind of pours on her every single day mm. and the truth, it's really, it's the truth. Mm. This is who she is. She is beautiful. She is glorious. She is completely and wholeheartedly loved. If she can really believe that in her core, why can't I believe when my you know, heavenly father who created all this, who created me and them and everyone around me and who holds me in the palm of his hand, why can't I really hold his mm. word true in my heart? Mm. And it's, it's hard escaping it's so the noise hard. and constantly thinking, you know, how hard would it be if someone says that to you and, you know, it's not that hard to, to do that in the morning. Yeah, how yeah. hard is it to come back and say, well, you're wrong, yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Or more importantly, I don't need to do that. Yeah. I don't need to. Like, we don't need to measure up to those sorts of, like, external yeah. ideals. That's not what's important at all. Um, but I think more than that, the thing that I've kind of come to learn, like, through all of this, probably more because of work than mm. anything else, mm. I think, like, I'm, like, God has put me in a position maybe that I can see people when they are vulnerable. Mm. And that's really taught me a, a lot that everybody, no matter how perfect their life looks, yeah. no matter how clean their house yeah. is, how put together, everybody has that same struggle where you just feel like you don't measure up. Everybody has their own hurt, their own brokenness that they are dealing with. Mm. And they might not show that out outwardly because we feel like we have to project this like yeah. image of I've got it all to got it all together I know what I'm doing um like I'm totally in control mm. but that's not reality yeah. and I think the sooner that we learn to acknowledge that the sooner we learn to have those conversations with each other the sooner that we can support each other through that and you know realize that Nobody has it together and we yeah. all have our own brokenness. We all have our own vulnerability. And then we can turn to the only one who can heal mm. that brokenness and vulnerability and we can direct each other there rather than like we build each other up ultimately rather than trying to kill ourselves. And honestly, I have to say, I have seen women doing that, you know, mm. women who put their all into making sure that their house looks perfect, their body looks perfect, their kids have like met every single cri criteria yeah. in inverted commas yeah. for like like to be to be good and and desirable and, almost yes yeah, yeah. But for what <laughs> for what exactly yeah. because I think you know you hit the nail on the head God already sees us that way mm. He already sees us as worthy of His love and we're just chasing some like ridiculous yeah. ideal. Um, and, and killing ourselves in the process. And mm. actually, I have to say, like, I know that there are times where I have put that uh, or, uh, my attempt to meet that ideal mm. has actually been to the detriment of my relationships, like with yeah. my family, with my husband, with my kids. You know, I'm too caught up in having like a perfectly clean house to see that actually my girls just need to spend some time making some mess yeah. and enjoy that and like yep. I can enjoy that with them mm. rather than going oh no but now everything's like a disaster yeah. it's all gone because my house doesn't look like so-and-so's house yeah. every time I go over 
And that's not easy. It's not easy to look past the mess and mm. think positive thoughts. Mm. You kind of just like, but I, I just emptied this sink. I just, <laughs> I just ran a load. Like, there's this. <laughs> sorry, I'm kind of gonna venture off yeah, topic yeah. a little bit. But there was a meme that I saw online um, about that last load of washing and how. Have you, you know, have you ever com- contemplated just throwing that last load of washing in the bin? <laughs> and I read that and I'm like, I could not relate to this more yeah. because it's not just the last load of washing. I just want to throw the whole lot and yeah. just pretend it doesn't yeah. exist. But it's, it, you're exactly right. Like we need to think about what is important. Mm-hmm. What is the eternal goal here? Where are we going? You know, are the dishes going to get me to heaven? No, but it's what I do with the mess. Like mm. if the mess doesn't control me and I just can find the positivity amongst the chaos that's kind of what's going to make the difference if i can still love my family and spend time with them and show them what's important that's what's going to make the difference Mm. and you almost don't want to give off that neurotic mum vibe (laughs) to your children and make them think about that as well when they're older like when you know when my little girl's a mum what is going to be her her mumming process like when mm. she comes home to a messy house will she just completely lose her mind like i have unfortunately <laughs> demonstrated so often and our opportunity to be role models in the chaos is what's going to count because what message we're portraying essentially to our little kids is that regardless what life throws at you i have peace mm-hmm. because i have christ mm-hmm. and he is the ultimate storm calmer peacemaker grace giver he is the one Mm. that i need to turn to so regardless of how many fires are kind of raging around me i maintain my peace in knowing that he's in control Mm. like it's fine Mm. if things don't look a certain way because he is working something better Mm. and something bigger in my little broken vessel Mm. but also that that doesn't matter to him do you know what i mean yeah exactly at the end of the day he doesn't love us because we are perfect he loves us despite our imperfections Mm. and he takes those imperfections and he transforms them like one of my favorite verses is from romans you know in that while we were still sinners while we were still sinners he died for us Mm. he did not wait for us to you know turn back from our sin he didn't wait for us to say look here I am like being perfect he didn't wait for that he loved us in our brokenness Mm. and if he can love us in our brokenness then that just makes our brokenness whole Mm. regardless of what's going on outside of that um and I think we just get so caught up in what's outside because it's what's around us it's what's on social media it's what we see when we meet people like we're such like visual like like beings as humans and to see that somebody looks like they've got it all together that that like can make you feel self-putting yeah yeah yeah. um but i think that at the end of the day we just have to realize everyone has their own struggles Mm. everybody does no matter and and people also look at us very differently to how we look at ourselves Mm. people might look at us and i i remember being so shocked when someone once said to me you know oh, like, I didn't know that you were struggling with 
this like you seem to like really have it under control and I was like oh my goodness if you, you only no knew idea. yeah you <laughs> if, have no idea yeah if you only knew like the number of times that you know with uh, two crying babies in my car I just kind of cried as I drove yeah. my way home <laughs> even though you know while I was out I might have looked like I had it all together mm. no you, you know I it wasn't mm. um so I think one of the most important things for us is just realizing that we're there to support each other through it but we can't do that if we're not vulnerable and open and honest with each other because that is it is so important it is so important to let people realize that I I don't know what Mm. I'm doing I don't Mm. have it all together because until we do that there's no way for us to find comfort in each other yes we find comfort in christ and that is the most important thing but i think we also have a duty to our fellow like Mm. out to our sisters to provide them with that same comfort um that you know and and support each other through it so that nobody feels alone yeah because i think first and foremost we identify with each other before we can then turn turn to christ and Mm. bring others to christ and if people can't see his acceptance and his love in us then it's going to be so hard for them to try and see it in him that's exactly right and you know i feel like it's it's almost our responsibility Mm. you know to be vulnerable with each other and to be open and honest and Mm. to be raw Mm. and you know break down every now and then if it don't hold it in and pretend you have it all together because that's not the image of christ christ Mm -hmm. wants us to let everything go before his feet and Mm if you know you said it perfectly if someone can't do that with us and we're supposed to be portraying his love Mm -hmm. how are they gonna find solace in christ Mm -hmm. if they've never done that before Mm -hmm. um so i think it is our responsibility and you know you wait and see open up talk about our struggle once Mm -hmm. and just see what comes out Mm -hmm. you don't know you don't know the other person's struggles Mm -hmm. uh at work um both marina and i are really blessed it's, it's kind of like a blessing and a curse but it's it's almost like you know you make snap judgments about people all the time mm. and it's it's easy to make snap judgments on the street when you don't know anything about a person like oh that that person's a this that person's 100 yeah. that's what they do for a living and yeah. you kind of just kind of without even noticing sometimes you make these judgments and the beauty about working in a hospital or in a health environment is you get the patient history before you meet the person Mm. and you kind of see sometimes you read things in their histories and you're like how are you still here Mm -hmm. how haven't you completely lost it Mm. how you know you see a person who's come in following unfortunately a suicide attempt or something and you know you read the their upbringing and their their history and you're like you know what i I don't blame you like mm. this is hard for anyone mm. and then you meet that person after you got to know them essentially yeah and automatically you can't make a snap judgment about them because you know where they're coming from yeah and as mums it it would be so nice if we can eliminate that snap judgment mm. by getting to know each other first mm. and kind of getting to know what her struggles are or what their struggles are and how you know, I know my struggles are not the same as Marina's. Mm-hmm. And I know that if they were the other way around, we probably won't be able to cope mm-hmm. because each of our struggles are individual and they're unique and they're serving a certain purpose. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt that for a second. And you don't know what you'll discover by just opening up and, you know, being there for one another. You just, you don't know the richness and the beauty of that friendship that can come from that. 
Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. I have to say, like, I think any time I've ever in my life made a snap judgment, God has this Put way. Me in place. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like, just coming back and going, really? That's what you thought? Like, yeah, yeah look, this is what they're really dealing with, or yeah. this is what they're really like. And every time he corrects me, mm. um, definitely easy, easy to do to just look at someone and be like, oh, yeah, they're that kind of mum or that kind of person, that kind yeah. of human. Um, but I think we owe it to each other to be a bit more a bit kinder and to Mm. reserve our judgment before we do that. But the other thing I think, I think the reason that parenting is so hard is because there are so many opinions out there and something that I think I've learned going through it is that there no two people will parent the same way. Mm. And like, like we were talking, Maria and I were talking about before, like there is no one right way to parent. There is only a way that is right for you and a way that is right for you and your family and your child in your circumstances. Um, And I think we get so caught up in going, oh, well, this worked for me, so it must be right. Mm. It must work for Mm. everybody else, which is completely false. It's not true. It's just what worked for you and your family. Um, And so I think, being kind to ourselves and realizing, yes, maybe I do things a little bit differently to Marette, but Marette does what works for her and Leah and her family. Mm-hmm. And I do what works for me and my girls and my family. Um, and that's okay. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, like you are the best parent for the child that you have. God gave you that child. God knew that you would be the best parent for that child. And so he's given you that ability to make decisions for them and for your family and the sooner we realize that the less that we kind of the less that we probably would well first of all judge each other but the less that the more patience we have with each other and with each other's children and each other's families Mm. because all of a sudden we understand that actually they're just doing what works for them Mm. and I'm just doing what works for me and it's okay we don't have to agree we don't have to think that what the other person is doing is is right or wrong in fact i should really not have an opinion about whether that's right or wrong exactly it's literally just what they're doing and it's just what works for them yeah exactly Mm. and you know god deals with us exactly the Mm -hmm. same way you know god parents us differently based on our temperaments and our personalities and you know our likes and our dislikes you know i was actually having this conversation uh, with my husband a few months back mm. and I was I was so livid I was so upset that God wasn't giving me this one thing that I wanted mm. and I was just so upset and I'm just like listen I'm just having a tantrum right now God will come around <laughs> and he said you know how can you you know treat God that way you know yeah. he does what he wants he does his will and it's perfect and we just have to be accepting I'm like listen you have a relationship with God yes. I have a different relationship with yes. God and it's true. He thought about it. He's like, yeah, that's totally true. Yeah. You know, do you. Yeah, <laughs> Whatever yeah. works. I'm like, this is just how I am. You it's know, he's process. my father. Yeah. And if anyone knows my dad, that's exactly how I am with my dad. <laughs> if I don't get what I want, I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> okay, time out. <laughs> I just need a break. Like, it's just, I sound like a real princess no, no. right now. <laughs> if I don't get what I want. Oh. Anyway, it's just like your relationship with your father is different you know marina's relationship with god is different yes i can't tell her how to pray i can't tell her how to treat god the Mm. same way god treats us differently Mm. based on who we are yeah and so when i look at other mums in that light i i can't help but just you know you try and learn from them rather Mm. than judge how they're doing certain things because we all do things differently we all 
you know, whether I work full time or work part time or don't work at all, or I like to stay at home or I do hobbies instead, or I'm a reader or I'm a writer or whatever it is, Mm. we do things differently because we are different. We Mm. were all individually fashioned. Mm. You know, God doesn't have one size fits all model for mums. Like this mum came out a little bit wrong. She does things (laughs) differently. No, like. God has molded us individually and uniquely and beautifully. Mm. And the way I do things is very different to the Mm. way someone else does. Mm. And I need to see the beauty in that. And I think instead of, you know, like practically, I'm still kind of learning how to do this, but practically instead of looking at a mum and saying, oh, I can't believe she's doing this, this is totally wrong, or she should really try this, or even if we're not silently judging and we take the plunge and openly say something, (laughs) you know, I think instead of doing that, let's try and just learn, Mm. you know. Um, I'm going to use Marina because she's right here. But, you know, I've always looked up to Marina and you're going to hate me for what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it. Um, I've always looked up to her and there are certain things that Marina does, like the way she speaks to her daughters with such love and tenderness, regardless of the rage that's going on inside. <laughs> she hasn't <laughs> seen me at home it's on just, my own. <laughs> you know, I've seen good times, I've seen bad times, I know what I'm talking about. And it's just like, that. you know, you look at that and I almost try and learn, you know, I love the way, you know, she does this or I love the way she can talk with such love, even though... I know inside she's fuming, you know, and I look at that and I'm like, I wish I could do the same. I wish if I take one thing from this mum, I want to take that. I want to take that, you know, loving you know, attitude or that those mm. positive affirmations, those little mm. notes she leaves for her kids mm. in their lunchboxes, um, mm. you know, whatever it is or the way she makes time for Bible reading with her mm. kids Whatever it is, look at something that you want to emulate and Mm. something that you actually look up to. Because I feel like a lot of our insecurities with other mums come from what I want to do. Like, you know, I want to exercise more. Yeah. Therefore, I look at the really fit mum like, I can't believe you have time to do all this. Like, it comes from what we actually want to do. So why not, instead of judging and saying all these negative things, Mm. why not look at that? And say, you know, I really, I really want to do that one day. Mm. I really want to make more time for myself. Mm. Let me make a plan mm. and talk with your partner, talk with your kids, talk with your family, and see what kind of plan can, mm. you know, you can, that. yeah, you mm. can actually create. Mm. I really like that though. Like, like even if it's not, say, you're not someone who judges, but you're someone who compares, and you're someone who like puts yourself down, and you see that it's the same thing still. Like instead of saying, oh, like look at her, I wish I was like her don't don't necessarily think that instead why don't you just go and have a chat with her and Mm. say you know Marette I really love how you know you're always um, pushing Leah to be more creative or to be so loving how do you do that and Mm. then find something there that you can take from that and then and then do that like instead of just putting yourself down just learn learn from your fellow parent and it's exactly like what St. Paul says you know God's created us all with different purposes he's fashioned every part of the body differently but equally Mm. um and he's fashioned us as mums differently but equally and we can all there's always going to be something that we can learn from another mum and if we just choose to focus on that I think we'll find that instead of putting ourselves down we're actually building ourselves up all of us together um 
Yeah, and I guess just to reiterate, like, when we say we're all struggling, we mean it. Mm. Like, we are, rest assured that this is a truth. Like, Mm. this is not just some fancy land stuff that you hear on social media. We are all struggling and we, none of us have the answers. I mean, if you really think about it, this is, this is who we are because of the fall. Like, we are in a fallen state. We have not reached perfection Mm -hmm. because if we were perfect, we wouldn't be here. Mm. Um, And we wouldn't, you know, need to constantly repent and constantly find our way back. Mm. So nothing is perfect. And we need to remember, you know, we're constantly boasting that verse, you know, um, my strength is made perfect in weakness. And, and, you know, Christ kind of said that to St. Paul in his Mm. weakness when he asked for Mm. his thorn to be removed when he asked for his pain to be taken away christ said actually no because that's when i shine through how are people going to see me if you're Mm. perfect like if you're perfect what room do i have to work work? what Mm. room do i have to make something grand of you Mm. to make people really see glory Mm. you know you think about everything you've achieved to date and you're like there is no way I could do that again. Mm. Like there is, there is no. How did I even do that to begin yeah. with? Like you, you can't. Mm-mm. You know, and you, you see the most unseeming people achieve the most incredible things. Like there's this surfer Bethany Bethany Hamilton. Mm. Everyone knows her. Soul surfer. Yeah. Um, lost her arm in a shark attack when she was younger, and she got back on the surfboard, and now she's still a crazy athlete, award-winning surfer who is literally changing the world with her faith and her determination mm. and her strength. Mm. And she has one arm. Christ is totally in control of her life, of her situation. There is nothing holding him back mm. to do the most glorious work. Mm. And all she did was let him, you know, and she didn't let her weakness stop her. Mm. And you just think about, you know, people like that and i may not be missing a limb but i'm missing so much and i'm struggling with so much and i've got so many empty spaces and so many holes and i just can't imagine doing good Mm. (laughs) you know i can't imagine being better or being great at anything really Mm. when i can't even get one toddler into the car (laughs) in five minutes you know like you just think of all of your shortcomings and yeah. we think there is no way, but that's the beauty of it. There is no way because yeah. I'm not doing it alone. Yeah. All my shortcomings can be used. Yeah. All my weaknesses can be used. Mm-hmm. You know, Moses had a stutter. Like David was tiny. Like you can't read all these stories in the Bible and think he's not going to do the same with mm. me. So yeah. I think in motherhood especially, we constantly feel like we're falling short Mm. and we're falling short not even the world's expectations of my own expectations I set such a standard and I want to reach it from the get-go I want to be the perfect mom I want to do everything right Mm. I want you know these books have nothing on the way I parent like I want to do amazing stuff Mm. but we're forgetting why we're here you know like we're here for a greater good. And unfortunately, as much as I'd like to be perfect, <laughs> if I'm perfect, how how is he going to work? Mm, absolutely. And actually, I think you're right when you're saying, you know, 
books have nothing on our own expectations mm. like I think we're always so ready to make excuses for other yeah. mums often you know but what the standard that we hold ourselves to is completely different and I think if we were a little bit kinder to ourselves we'd be kinder to others but also you're right we let God work because we can finally accept that I'm not perfect I probably never will be perfect I should never feel like I am perfect mm. because that's a false yeah. notion. And I have to say, anytime I've ever felt like I finally got a handle on yeah, this parenting something thing, goes wrong. Oh, complete disaster. <laughs> yeah. Complete disaster. Um, and once we submit that, that fear of not being perfect to him, he can finally transform us into who he wants mm. us to be, which is still not perfect. It's still not perfect. I love that, um, that saying, you know, God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the mm, called. I love so that nice. because it's so true. Mm. Like he doesn't, he doesn't call us to be parents when we know what we're doing, when we think we've got it all sorted. Yeah. He calls us to be parents. And then once we're, we're there, he slowly starts to change us into more patient people into more loving people into more understanding people um father dan always says that parenting is like martyrdom Mm. and it's so true (laughs) because oh my goodness (laughs) um but that process that process of fully surrendering yourself to him and to the the process of parenting Mm. i think is all that is required of us not perfection not at all just the ability to lay down our lives for our children for him and let him kind of do the rest yeah yeah that's exactly right Mm. and i think we like you said we need to be kinder to ourselves Mm. we really need to have a bit more grace Mm. you know if the ultimate you know the the creator the maker the unlimited the greatest god ever can look at me and still say i love every bit of her Mm. i really need to see myself in that light with a little bit more grace Mm. and you're right if if i see myself in a little bit more kindness with a little bit more love i have then more love to give others Mm. and i can fill my tank Mm. directly from him and his source and then Mm. kind of give that to others Mm. without you know, judging and without mm. comparing. And it's really hard. I mean, I don't know how you can just snap out of it and say, you know, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm not going to compare myself at all. You know, <laughs> I'm going to be just totally positive and everyone I meet, I'm going to learn something. It's really hard. Mm. And I, it's, you know, you fall into that trap every single day. Mm. But every day we wake up, we just wake up and we say, God, I'll walk with you today. Mm. I'm choosing you today. Regardless what comes, regardless who comes, what I see, what I hear, I will choose you. I will choose to see you in everyone. I will choose to acknowledge everyone with your love and your grace. And hopefully that will kind of Mm. come back and I can start seeing myself Mm. in the same light. Mm. I agree. And also I think another another prayer that... um, I think like it's like from from a uh, song that I've heard, but like to to paraphrase, basically, give me the eyes to see the brokenness in mm. other people, mm. um, because when I see that brokenness, I can be used as a vessel of His love to try and heal that, um, which you know is uh, is amazing. But also give me the eyes to see myself how you see me, yeah. um, and I think He's the only one that can like in Christ is the only way we can find our true self worth, not. Mm in comparison to others not as a mum not in parenting not in any of that our self-worth is found in 
in him. Mm. And as soon as we see ourselves with his eyes, see others with his eyes, then I think we'll all be a lot. Everything else comes easier. Yeah. 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 And it's hard going the other way around. Mm. So if we, I mean, it's, I, I would say it's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I think that's the aim and that's always going to be the aim. Like mm. we need to look to him and find him and fill ourselves with mm. him. Yeah. To be able to see him essentially in everyone and everything. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm. And that's a wrap for this episode. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's always great having these conversations. Uh, and you know where to find us. Yes, um, on our Instagram page. So it's the underscore mummy, M-A-M-I underscore village um, or on Facebook and it's just mummy, M-A-M-I. And Slido. Um, Slido. Yes. Yeah, so sli.do and the code is kind of, I think it's hashtag M-A-M-I, Mami. I don't think you need to put the hashtag in. So every time we say hashtag, I think it's already put in for you. <laughs> Again, millennials, we don't know. We're working it yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> we know Instagram, we know Facebook. Um, but, you know, touch base, uh, ask us what you want to hear, mm. um, who you think, you know, might be appropriate as a as a guest or who has something mm. to share. Experiences yeah. are always encouraged. Yeah. Um, or you just want to come on and have a chat. Yeah. We'll be there. Yeah. Okay. See you, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>